0: report is designed to do is kind of cut through a lot of the buzzwords, cut through a lot of the fog, um, and provide organizations with more objective choices.
1: Hi, this is uh, Craig Conti, head of Capgemini's Contract Compliance and Optimization. I'm sitting here in our headquarters in Paris today. and We're going to be talking about contract management tools and why we're mapping them with the IECCM. Uh, I'm going to let my guests introduce themselves. So, Chris. Hello, my name is Krzysztof Kiatek, uh, and I'm tools and
2: technology manager in contract compliance and optimization. I work with Krug, and uh, I'm here now in Poland.
3: And this is Tim Cummins. I'm chief executive officer of uh, IECCM, the International Association for Contract and Commercial Management.
0: Um, and this is Sally Hughes, chief operating officer of IECCM.
1: So thank you all for uh, joining remotely. I, I love the uh, the international vibe. Uh, th- just to kick this off, uh, back in May, uh, all of us were in uh, Dublin for the IACCM's uh, EMEA event, which was a great event. Thank you, Tim and Sally. And uh, we were going on a bus trip to the Guinness uh, Brewery, which was wonderful. And this is honestly before the before we got there. We thought, you know what, the the market for tools, uh, particularly, you know, servicing contract management legal has gotten really complicated and there's lots of different tools out there and there's been some studies out there in the market uh, that really weren't necessarily that well received. And, you know, the bus took a little bit of while because there was traffic and we thought, you know what? we probably could do better if we got together. So uh, long story short, after the lovely dinner, we decided to kick off something uh, that we would do this together in conjunction, Capgemini and the IACCM, to uh, do the mapping of this. And uh, I think that was a good start to it. But, I mean, Tim and Sally, I mean, from your perspective, you know, you guys see everything in the market. You know, Why do you think we're doing this?
0: Craig, yeah, thank you. Um, and I, too, have fond memories of the – trip in the coach to the Guinness Brewery. In fact, you know what, Craig, people pay a lot of money to sit next to Tim Cummins on one of those coach journeys, so uh, we were we were pretty honoured. <laughs> but, Tim, we've certainly seen, uh, I've certainly I've seen a massive change in attitude towards technology now. Um, a couple of years ago, even last year, people were feeling uh, somewhat ambivalent towards the need for technology, but certainly from our members now we're seeing a real increase in uh, attitude and attention towards the need for implementing contract management technology.
3: The volume of offerings in the market, Craig, as we well know from the early phases of this research, uh, continue to mushroom. Uh, well over 200 options that people could be choosing from, so of course they're confused. Uh, their past uh, scepticism and disappointment very often is increasingly being replaced by an enthusiasm, a degree of excitement and certainly an appreciation of the need to know about the new forms of contract management support that are coming through as a result of those technologies such as blockchain, artificial intelligence, natural language processing. So we are daily uh, approached by members Uh, seeking help, seeking guidance. Uh, What should they be thinking? What should they be looking for? Where are the examples where things are working? And it was really, I think, that which uh, inspired us with that conversation back in May uh, to agree that we really did need to try and make a more uh, coherent intervention in the market because, unfortunately, I think the availability of good guidance and good analysis
1: has been sadly lacking
3: in this field, um, actually for the last 20 years.
1: No, those are good points. And, and thank you very much for accepting my credit card for that seat next to Tim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think you touched on some points there definitely too, in terms of the technology and, you know, and the evolution, you know, with blockchain automation, you know, machine learning and, you know, we're seeing in the market too, that, uh, you know, these are all great things. There's this amazing stuff that you can do with blockchain. There's amazing things you can do with automation. But uh, depending upon the maturity, really, of the buyer or the organization, you know, th- this is this could be sometimes too much, you know. but and, and, and there's lots of other really good, very competent tools that, you know, they may not have a blockchain or AI component to them yet, but they do serve a purpose and they are good for what, you know, a company may need. So I think part of our perspective too, I think you agree, is that we would be able to give this to the membership of the ICCM that they could then see, well, look, you know, I'm just starting this journey or I'm on my third generation of it. And this might help me get to a point where, you know, more quickly than going through an RFP right away.
3: You know, Craig, I think the critical driver in all of this is that uh, the way that organizations actually form and manage their trading relationships is arguably about the most primitive aspect of business activity, yet it is in fact the most fundamentally important area of business activity. The absence of good technology, particularly technologies that support uh, communication across the uh, organizational boundaries that really uh, facilitate greater cooperation, collaboration, transparency between customers and suppliers is uh, an area of quite evident inefficiency. So on one level, we're seeing the growing impatience, I think, by executive management around the the time that things take, the error rates, the uh, weakness, very often, of outcomes that are achieved. Uh, At the same time, I think we're seeing a real growth of understanding that just like ERP, introduce dramatic savings uh, in terms of costs and resources that actually these new technologies can do very much the same in what we're terming at least RRP relationship resource planning. So these technologies are absolutely poised to be that next wave of quite fundamental business transformation.
0: And I think, Craig, the other point is, uh, and you're right, you alluded to or both you and Tim have alluded to, the buzzwords, you know, the blockchain, the artificial intelligence, natural language processing or NLP. There's such a diverse set of maturity out in the market in terms of um, procurement of these technologies. You know, some organizations are much further up the maturity scale than others. uh, And there are such a plethora of different options available. And I think what this report is designed to do is kind of cut through a lot of the buzzwords, cut through a lot of the fog around all of that um, and provide organizations with more objective choices.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, you know, you you hit a good point there that, you know, if you're a buyer and you you go to a company, and and most of the vendors are very, very reputable, but we all sometimes they get anxious and they get you know, excited to you know, be people pleasers that say, Oh, does your tool have, you know, AI in it? And they'll say, of course it does. And maybe the AI is just really, you know, a macro in Excel, uh, which really, you know, I guess in the, the broadest definition of AI, that may that may be an automation tool of some sort. But I think, you know, this would hopefully be objective and, and really sort out, you know, do they have an NLP? Do they have, you know, is this something that really is integrated is, you know, to, to Tim's point too, is this something that can be the ERP out to the world uh, or is this something really just internal use? And and we'll try to, and, and there's, there's value in both, but just try to be honest and try to be, you know, help, you know, help everyone sort of define, you know, where everyone fits. Uh, spe- speaking of which, uh, so Chris, you're, you know, you've been looking at this, you've looked at lots of tools and everything. So how are we, Nuts and bolts, how are we going to go about this?
2: Yes, so uh, we started with the research. So using our experience and using uh, our knowledge and asking our partners and clients, we tried to create a list of all the vendors who provide uh, tools related to contract management. Not just CLM tools, but the tools which are related in uh, even very slightly way with with contract management. Then we did the research also using uh, standard Google yeah and now we have something around two hundred um, tools divided into categories, which um, you can treat them as a contract management tools. We are also inviting um, other vendors. if um, you are interested in being uh, being on this list, you can simply contact us, and of course, the list is not closed. we We are still searching for uh, for more tools. And asking to the questions, how we are going to start and how we are going to build this um, report. So first we started with the announcement that this project uh, is coming. And then the next step uh, is the survey. So to all of these 200 uh, vendors, we're going to send a survey with around 30 questions, trying to categorize the tools and trying to get like a basic knowledge about every tool on our list and uh, once uh, completed then the next step will be a demo so we will invite all these vendors who responded to to our survey and then um, the demo we we predict it will be around 60 minutes for um, every single tool just to get a better understanding what every tool can
3: uh, can do
1: that's great i think you had a good point that this is definitely not a, a you, the team, did a great research, and obviously, and Tim and Sally, and I think some other members, you know, passed on some names of some companies. Uh, this isn't closed. I mean, I think if, if you're listening to this and you you hear this and you want to do this, you know, please feel free to uh, to find you know find me, find you know Tim, Sally, whoever. And uh, not whoever. Don't don't just randomly tell someone, but try to find someone who's on this to get involved, because I think uh, the more that we we want to be inclusive. I mean, Tim and Sally, you know, I know the announcement came out and thank you for really promoting this. I've tweeted where I could. Uh, What's sort of the reaction you're getting? You know, you were actually in Toronto, I think, when this was announced. What, What sort of reaction are you getting so far?
0: Well, it's been been fantastic, actually, Craig. We've been um, inundated on both sides, really. Um, Certainly, I think, from our perspective, the vendor community are really excited about the the fact that we're doing this research and we're going to be producing this report. I think they are probably as frustrated um, as many of the buying organizations out there at um, the lack of quality of um, reports on capability that exists today. Um, so we we were inundated with requests from organisations to, to be included in this, which is why it's so important that we do keep reiterating that it's very open. Um, but equally, you know, we've been inundated with requests and comments from our members who are very excited about the fact that we are able to support them in this way um, and support them whilst they navigate. plethora of options that are available to them and identify the solutions that they really need um, to fulfill their requirements.
3: Yes, if I may build on that just a little, I think uh, uh, an important point to emphasize and I think one of the reasons people are particularly Mm -hmm. pleased about this is that we are not of course trying to create uh, a judgment of uh, or to particularly uh, grade or rate different applications this is a, a factual and objective assessment that is really helping uh, buyers anywhere to identify the options that perhaps are most suited to them I think one of the other things they're certainly going to be after us all quite quickly is better guidance on how do they actually do their requirements analysis to know what it is they should even be looking for uh, because of course as with every uh, Step forward, of technology. One of the big challenges people always have is they don't really know what it could be doing for them. So it's very difficult to specify my requirement, and I don't know what the capability is. So I think that's going to be another important area to, for us to uh, to be ready to respond to. Um, final point I'll make is that one of the other interesting requests we've had is to really utilize this as a way to drive towards some common taxonomy that. Uh, One of the reasons for the confusion in the market right now is that different people are using different words for essentially the same functionality or the same process phase. And obviously, when you start using different words to describe the same thing, all that does is create confusion. So I think one of the early steps in all of this will probably be this need to be clear about uh, what are the Words that we're going to be using to describe the so-called process and the features and functions that sit within it.
1: No, that's a great point there. You mentioned in terms of the taxonomy because I, I do think it can be confusing. You know, uh, you know, I think we all we all know, but we hear terms like you know, blockchain. You know, what does this mean if you really are doing obligation management? What does it really mean to be doing you know, data analytics on contracts? You know, what does is it contract building or is it contract authoring? You know, simple little things like that, that you do see different tools or different countries or whoever, you know, and they they mean they might mean the same thing. They may mean slightly different things. So I think that's a, that should be a good outcome of this. You you also mentioned something too I want to come back to, and maybe Chris, you can talk about this, that we're not really going to be, you know, judging. <laughs> we're not going to be doing that to to anyone. So maybe Chris, you could talk about how you yes. want to
2: attack that. Yes, exactly, Greg. Our idea is not to just uh, tell the readers or the recipients of the report that tool A is better than tool B. We are trying to build or create some kind of a menu in the restaurant. So we'll tell you all the ingredients. We'll, te- we'll give you the descriptions of every particular dish or every particular tool. But you are the one to decide what you want. Uh, so the result will be just a list of the tools with their descriptions, what they can do using the same ter- ter- terminology, using the same you know, words. And then uh, we want to help readers to make their decision based on these uh, facts rather than telling them that, you know, this tool is better for you. We don't know it. Uh, we would have to do the proper investigation just to understand the needs. And then we could do this. But in the report, we are trying to avoid judging, just give the pure facts.
3: And Craig, if I can just build a little bit more on the taxonomy point, this is, I think, not simply about uh, uh, descriptions or words used for different aspects of the technology. It actually goes much deeper. You, for example, use the term obligation management. Well, obviously that means something to you, but does it mean the same thing to other people? And for some people, in some industries, they don't actually use that term at all. So... um, we are actually looking at the need for taxonomy also to describe the different phases of the overall contracting process and uh, and the actions that occur within it and indeed I, I i want to go even deeper than that in a way because you know we are talking about a contracting process and we are talking about uh, contract management technology but where does that sit for example relative to um, views of legal tech uh, or finance tech uh, which certainly also stray into this space and uh, certainly the legal tech movement is one that I find particularly confusing and what we what we discover in a lot of this is that unfortunately by designating what is essentially business technology as if it were a specific functions technology That is one of the contributors to its failure. Uh, It it distorts the point that actually certainly in fields like contracts and commercial management, they are cross-business activities not owned by any one single function. And it is absolutely critical to success that there is uh, full and enthusiastic engagement by the, the array of stakeholders that are going to be involved. So this taxonomy piece is really... It is really important. It's it's much wider, I think, than just the question of the names of the technologies itself.
0: Well, I do think it's quite interesting as well, obviously, uh, Tim. I know legal tech is a a particular pet hate of yours, um, and it's no surprise it's come up today. But it is interesting because I don't really recall ever um, hearing about other functional technologies in the same way. I don't recall hearing about finance tech or sales tech or HR tech. Um, so i'm not quite sure why we use the the legal tech uh taxonomy we don't <laughs> well, indeed, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> but but I, and i think it's it's a, it is such an important point to make that that we do create confusion when um one can create confusion when we don't look at actually what this technology is designed to achieve for organizations and it's much more than
1: functional yeah, no, I, I, but well, don't you know? I mean, lawyers are special,
0: exactly. Like <laughs> oh, we do. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: no, I,
3: and we know everyone else is special too. Um, <laughs> of course, that's why this technology actually has to be so adaptive and so adaptable because it is, uh, it, its success is dependent upon uh, wide scale adoption by multiple groups. And they do need to see it as a tool that is relevant to them
1: and to their work. No, but just, you know, I, I think you're absolutely right. And it is sort of good that, uh, you know, the legal tech, I, I'll make sure to avoid that term, but it is a good thing. That I think that we can sort of break down those walls because you're right, you know, is, is really the creation of a contract. I think you said it, that it's not really anyone's, you know, is that one person's or one function's domain? It's the business, right? So, I mean uh, you know, if, if the taxonomy of this can help to break down those walls and go more towards collaboration, that's, uh, certainly a great outcome of this. And uh, just to paraphrase uh, Animal Farm, you know, everyone's special, Tim, but lawyers are just more special. <laughs> uh, and I can say that as a recovering lawyer myself. So, <laughs> so, so just uh, some final thoughts here as we sort of just wrap this up. I mean, um, you know, I think, you know, yeah, I think we're very excited for this at Capgemini. We're, you know, I think, you know, our clients and also, you know, who we're seeing in the industry, you know, or it's very, you know, the vendors are excited, you know, and and users are excited too. So we're really proud to be doing this with uh, with the ICCM and we look forward to actually getting the work out there. Uh, Anything else, Tim and Sally, you want to say before we wrap up?
3: Um, We certainly share the excitement, Craig.
1: We um, absolutely know that there
3: is a need uh, the out there in the market. We very much look forward to the participation of the supply community in this particular project and the opportunity this gives us to, uh, to engage with all of them much more fully. I think uh, next year is going to be an exciting year. We absolutely see the potential for, at last, The massive explosion in this technology that I think most of us have been waiting for with bated breath for the best part of 20 years. Um, so we, we are, I think, poised in an era where this is actually going to be quite transformational to, um, business capability and, uh, Of course, the technology is only one component of that. We are doing, as you know, lots of work also on the associated areas of skill and organizational design and alignment, the overall process definition. Um, Tremendous amount of work and activity in this space. I'm a little biased, but I would say it's probably the most exciting area of business that there is today.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, I couldn't agree with you more. It is very exciting, and I think Craig, we've all recognised that um, this is going to be an, an ongoing project. Um, uh, we've, we've got to be so careful, of course, with the t- rapid change in technologies. No sooner will the report come out that um, we'll need to be looking at edition two. So um, I think we all know that, uh, that this is this is the start of, of, of quite a, a an extensive and lengthy and ongoing.
2: Project. yeah and one more thing uh, to all the vendors who are listening to this podcast so you are invited to participate to you know be a, a part of this project so uh, feel free to contact me or as Craig mentioned whoever uh, from ICCM and uh, we will just um, add you to our list and uh, just mention about you in the report
1: excellent so thank you very much all for your time Yo. Uh look forward to, you, yeah, please come in, yeah, tune in next time for our next podcast where Chris and I will go out, get a pizza and talk about natural language processing. <laughs> so, uh, thanks a lot, everyone.
0: Thanks, Thank Chris. You. Chris.